In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Today is the Feast of Epiphany. It was actually technically yesterday, but the bishop moved it to today. On the Feast of Epiphany in the Chaldean Church and in a lot of other Eastern churches, the, the feast is the baptism of Jesus. The word Epiphany, the word itself in Greek just means the dawn, when the sun comes up over the dawn. So people that were in darkness seeing a light, that's the basic idea of Epiphany. In some of the churches in the West, the Epiphany is the Feast of the Magi. That's why you see in this parish they have the Magi statues out. That this is the event that they call the Epiphany in some of the Western churches. Why? Because they were living in, a, in darkness and Christ the light came to them. In the Chaldean church, the Epiphany is the baptism because when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit came down upon him and the Father spoke and said, this is my beloved Son. So you have the Father speaking, you have the Son being baptized, and you have the Holy Spirit coming down. You have the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You have the Trinity. Jesus' baptism was the first moment in history that the Trinity was revealed to the human race. That is enormous. That is like the sun coming up over, over the horizon and bringing us out of darkness because it was only then at Jesus' baptism, not one moment before that, that humanity understood that, that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And without that Trinity, without that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and without baptism in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the human race has no salvation. And so the feast of the baptism, which we call the Epiphany in the Chaldean Church, Dinha, is enormous. And in fact, in the early ages of the church, it was actually considered a bigger feast day than Christmas. Now Christmas has kind of come a little bit more prominent, but it's still considered a very, very big day for, for us in the church. And so the gospel that the church has us read for today begins with a kind of long reflection on John the Baptist's life. John the Baptist is a very critical person in this. He was, with, without him, this revelation of the Trinity would not, would not have happened. And yet I think what, what is worth reflecting on, especially at the beginning of a new year, is John's life. John's lifestyle is very interesting. And it's worth all these details we have about his life are worth really reflecting on because John came to preach, prepare the way for the Lord. Yeah, that meant in a kind of external way, his preaching, what he said, the words that he said, were a way to get people's minds ready for the fullness of the gospel. Absolutely. But I don't think John the Baptist was only meant to prepare the way of the Lord in his words. He was meant to prepare the way of the Lord also in his life, in his person, in who he was. And I talk about John the Baptist every chance I get because I really love him. I think he's an amazing saint. Um, but what is it about John in his person that can help us like, as a model, as an example, prepare the way for the Lord to, to come into our hearts? Because we were baptized, I assume almost everybody here was baptized, when we were very small children, that wasn't the end of the story, that was the beginning. And yes, God's grace comes to us for free. We don't earn it, we don't buy it. And nothing that we do can earn it, nothing that we can do can buy it. And yet, we can prepare for it. And so how does John show us how to prepare the way for the Lord to enter our hearts? 
Well, the first thing he did was live a life of penance. Look at the way he lived. He wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather girdle around his waist. I don't think it was like a nice camel hair, like a suit coat. It was rough clothing. He lived on purpose, by choice, an uncomfortable life. His food was locusts and wild honey. Honey is delicious. Locusts are basically cockroaches. So when we talk about Lent, and what are you going to give up for Lent? Just, I don't recommend that we do this, but compare, look at look at the harsh life. And that was the way he lived. That wasn't just, you know, for a few Fridays, you know, a couple of months a year. This was his lifestyle. He lived out in the wilderness, outdoors. He wore that rough clothing. He ate that very, very, you know, kind of gross food that we wouldn't even want to imagine eating. Now, and, and I'm not saying we all have to go and live the way John, ba John, the, Baptist, John the Baptist lived, but something, some portion of that, the church, the practice of the church is on Fridays throughout the year, we're supposed to give up something, sometimes meat. If there's a feast day, okay, we don't have to do that. And a lot of the Fridays have feast days on them. But to give some life of, of penance to God, to prepare our hearts for Him, to break a little bit of our attachments. Maybe give up your phone for a couple hours a day just to relax your, your brain. Maybe give, you know, you have an opportunity to eat something that you really enjoy. You know what? I'm going to sacrifice this. Not because I think I'm going to buy God with it, just to get myself detached a little bit so I'm not addicted to things. Some portion of the lifestyle that John showed us is a way to prepare the way for the, prepare a way for the Lord. Um, and then it says, you kind of inspired people to go out to him to the wilderness and it says they went to the river Jordan they were baptized by him confessing their sins the sacrament of confession that is a way to prepare the way for the Lord our heart is filled with sins and if it's filled with sins where's where, when, when Christ comes into our hearts where is he going to stay if there's no room for him if it's, if it's full of sin confession is the way to empty our hearts of those sins so that Christ can live there so that he has space and every Sunday, I'm here a little early for at least five, ten minutes before Mass. I'm sitting in the confessional. Some people come. The church, the, the rule of the church is at least once a year. That's like the bare minimum. I don't, you're not that busy. It only takes a minute. I don't, everybody knows I don't take a long time in confession. Once a year. God already knows what you're going to confess. I don't care what you're going to confess. There's no reason to be embarrassed. Once a year. More than that, once a month is great. That's a really, really good practice. Something that I struggle with. But they were doing it, they were confessing their sins even before Jesus got there. People were confessing their sins to somebody who did not have the power to forgive them. John the Baptist did not have the power to forgive sins. That wasn't given until after the resurrection. Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit upon the 12, upon the 11 at that point and said, receive the Holy Spirit, the sins you forgive are forgiven them. So now the church actually has the power to forgive sins. So how much more should we take confession seriously? That's second. Third, John the Baptist notices Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, and he, he senses in them that they're insincere, that they're doing it just kind of for show. And he says... Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit that befits repentance. 
what does that mean for us? It means, well, to me it means be sincere in what we're doing. When we do fasting, when we do confession, when we do these practices of our faith, it's, it's John's kind of a wake-up call that we should do them with all our hearts. Not to pretend that we're holy, not to convince ourselves or other people that we're holy, but because we're sinners and we need to do these things. That's a real, true, sincere way to understand these practices that we have in our faith. And so, brothers and sisters, at the beginning of this new year, I think it's a good time to reflect on, you know, how is it that we can prepare our hearts for the Lord? We receive Him in communion, yes, but make room for Him. Make sure that He has a path that's straight, that's not contorted. Uh, clean up our hearts. Strengthen our, our resolve to, to follow Him and to see uh, John the Baptist, especially today, as a good model of that.